listening to my fellow podcaster, Bill Simmons, basketball podcast. Today he has KG and Adam Sandler. And they're talking about playing basketball with Randy Moss. Well, I too have played basketball with Randy Moss. It was in 2006. I was at my gym in Chicago, Export Fitness. Shout out. Feel free to sponsor the pod. And I was... A trainer there came up to me and he's like, hey man, what's up? Like, how's ball going? I point, I'm like, that dude's pretty good. He looked at me like I was the dumbest person ever. And he's like, you know who that is, right? I was like, uh, no. He's like, dude, that's Randy Moss. I was like, holy shit. And uh, I was playing the next game and went to try and set a pick on him. And I'm not going to lie, I gave a little bit of a cheap shot, and he just, like, shoved me out of the way like I was nothing. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. So we are going to start out with the, of course, of the week. Which is, of course, Chuck cares about somebody else's lineup. Of course. So my Sunday was, I was visiting my brother in Seattle. And I was there with my son, Everett. Taking advantage of him flying for free for under two. And having to pack him and take him everywhere was awesome. But I didn't really get to see much stuff. So I open up my phone to like, you know, 12 hours late to just so many texts. And then reading back, it's like, of course, it's like 150 from Chuck talking about somebody else's team move. And then I looked and I'm like, okay, like wondering what it's about. Find out it's about my team. It's about Jeremy fucking Lamb. So, Chuck, all I have to say is thank you. Of course you care about that. Of course. Love it. Love you. Here you go. It's your favorite radio host, Chuck, 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 Chuck. Anderson recording live through a balaclava. It's so cold out. It's about 4 degrees, 20 degrees. I don't know. Really cold, though. So cold. So goddamn cold. I'm walking my dog. It's usually when I have time to do these things lately. And... I don't remember really much about what happened last week, and I kind of dropped the ball and forgot to get this to Tom until about 8.29 Central Standard Time. That's 9.29 Eastern Standard Time. Central Standard Time. Last week, I beat Stacks, and all the other teams played, and some of you won, and some of you lost. And let's go ahead and take a look at the standings. There's a bunch of people at the top, a bunch of guys in the middle, and then we got Dan on the bottom. All right. Uh, well... I didn't prepare, research, or remember to do this this week because it's been a busy one and a lot going on. It's that time of year, but I'm going to bring it hard, big time, bigly, for that Christmas episode. You can count on that. All right, guys. Well, go ahead and take a look at nothing else because I'm done. You guys have a great day. I love you. All of you. Have a great Turns out, somebody else cares a lot, too, and uh, that is our favorite lovable buddy, the first MVP of the league, and first-time appearance this week, Shawnee B. What up, what up, what up? Good morning, Shawnee B. 
Um, so I had this whole battle pod thing I was going to do, talking shit, uh, coming at Stax and Tom pretty hard about last week, but you know I've had some time to reflect, and I'm pretty much over it. I won, so no harm done. Um, but I would like to say that, guys, don't ever fucking do that again. That was shady. Two players can't collude to try to beat one. You know that, Tom. If you don't know that, um, there's a bigger problem. So you might want to do some self-reflecting yourself, figure it out. Um, maybe sidebar with commission and say, hey, what did I miss? I don't really understand how fantasy basketball works. Or texting or... You know, general communication, but whatever. Um, just take that up with him. That's not me. I'm not the police here. You know, I'm just just a man out here in the world trying to make it better. So it's innocent, sweet, beautiful, strong, handsome Sean. Never harmed a soul. Um, just a... Uh, Want you to know, I know. So, hey, if I know, who knows who knows? Because everybody probably knows, right? Like, I mean, talked about it enough. Enough pointing fingers. Let's just move on, you know? I know Adam wants us to move on. He said it a couple times. Like, Stax gets super angry when we talk about it. Like, I'm not holding on to it. I mean, I feel like Tom's brought it up more than anybody. He doesn't even know what's happening. I'm not even sure he knows where he's at. Um, I mean, I'm sure Christian would like to move on. Dan hasn't said anything in months. You know what's weird about that is Dan wanted to drive to Ian's house and physically kick him out of the league. But then the next year... Dan's kind of pulling an Ian, and he's just kind of off the grid and only makes, you know, appearances like once a month. So, and except his team's losing, so he's not doing very well either. Although, I think he beat me. Um, he has one win against me. Oh, that sucks. Um, anyways, uh, hey, I just want you guys to know I'm moving on. Like, I've totally put this behind me. No hard feelings. Um, so can't wait to see you guys. Uh, Tom, I still have that, uh, LeBron beer for you. JB, I still got your mama beer. Not mama bear. Mamba beer. So, sorry. Don't want you to get weirded out. Um, anyways, hey, please vote for me this week. I already forgot what it's for. But, like, you guys know I like hats, so don't be dicks. Just let me win. Please. I'm not going to, like, beg you, but please, 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 just let me win the hat. Anyways, Tom, don't be an idiot. Got it? All right. Talk to you later. Vote for me. 2020, baby. I'm out. 
Oh, but uh, never forgotten. Thanks a lot, Sean. Uh, I think I can speak for the league that we just love you, appreciate you, and consider any time that we hear from you to be a complete and utter gift. And now let's send it over to Stax, the controversial player of the week. No balls ass, Fantasy Brewing Company. It's your not boy, PDUs. Um, I feel like I've been getting a lot of hate in the last couple days for a crime, quote-unquote, that I committed. I was not a crime. I may have been an accessory to a crime, which in my book is not even that bad. Um, uh, I, I Let me just recap what happened here. Uh, in my own and truthful words, Saturday night, Tom offers me a trade of Josh Hart for Jeremy Lamb. I didn't even know who was in the trade until about five hours after he texted me because I had been working, busy night, Saturday, on the restaurant industry. I looked when I got home, then I slept on it. I was like, I don't know, who cares? It's Josh Hart, Jeremy Lamb, nobody gives a shit. Woke up in a haze, and I'm like, cool, Jeremy Lamb plays today. Didn't even see. I was like, oh, he, Josh Hart must play tomorrow because Tom said he couldn't use him. So I was like, fuck it. I accepted the trade, and then I looked immediately. Was like, "Oh gosh, Josh Hart does not play to, or does not play on Monday," which is what I needed because I was already going to lose a truck anyways. Looked, yeah, Josh Hart doesn't play, so fuck it. I drop him. I pick up Dario Sarge. End of story. There's the trade. That's my end of it. I don't understand why this blew up into something crazy. It kind of annoyed the piss out of me that uh, screenshots of collusion were to happen or whatever. I mean. I just um, just don't understand. It's my team. I can run it however I want. If I want to run it into the ground, which it seems like I'm doing lately with these bad trades I've been making, sans the Tom one, um, and then it's my prerogative to do so. Uh, I just don't understand. This is fantasy. We're all grown men here, some of us more than others, and I just don't appreciate the collusion talks. Or I don't, I don't want fucking time to win. I want me to win. I care about my team the best. So I want my team to win the championship this year. Don't care about anybody else's team. So you guys need to worry about your own shit. And yeah, worry about your own shit. Um, and don't, you know, worry about, uh, you know, Sean helping Christian all the time with uh, Gobert and, you know, the Trey Young. And last year, you know, how we just gifted him Westbrook, who was killing it. And, you know, worry about that. Don't worry about uh, fucking Jeremy Lamb, Josh Hart. Don't worry about that stuff. And uh, love you guys. Have a good day. Amen, Stax. Couldn't agree more. Um, also, a thing that's like a little bit worrying is this week ESPN changed how they did the scoring, and they added decimals and more decimals, which looks kind of weird. But uh, who better to talk about decimals than Dewey, as in the Dewey decimal system? So here you go. I was so happy to get him on the pod. Enjoy. All right, Fantasy Brewers. It is my distinct pleasure to be sitting here live in person. Cheers, sir. Cheers. With your boy, Dewey. Hey, hey, fellas. He don't text much, do he? <laughs> but we wanted to uh, get together today and just, uh, Dewey, you're making like one of the biggest turnarounds in Fantasy Brewing history. Your team is kicking ass this year. Got to find out the secret. What's different? Chuck Anderson Analytics. 
I've been following him for so many years, and I'm finally learning what he did in the past when he won a lot. Hmm. And <clears throat> it seems as if he has no pattern other than trading quite a bit. Oh, that's right. He's Mr. Trader. Thank you. He might need to bring that back. I think he should. That's uh, That was a highlight of last year, I think. I made a trade with him last year, and he didn't even look at it. He just accepted it. So, I, I, not those analytics. Those aren't the ones I'm Okay. Those are horrible. Um, but, yeah, this is a good year. Just got lucky. I drafted fast and heavy real quick so I could get to sleep. <laughs> And get out of there, but instead I got drunk and drafted pretty well, it seems. You did. So, I did on, uh, well, this will be two weeks ago's pod, but I took a look at every team and did a draft value guide. Luca was kind of my number one, because Adam got him for like 50 bucks or something. Steal. But Harden was in consideration. The, I think you got him for like 81. Yeah. That is a great buy. How, so how did you get? How did that happen? I thought he would be in the nineties. I have no clue. You know, it, it was one of those things that it, I believe was probably a fluke. He had some bad press because he's kind of a dick. <laughs> but I guess that plays into my team because my team is full of assholes. Right. True. So how have you liked the and AD this year playing as a Laker? I hate everything Lakers. Back in the day when I was a kid, I used to love the Lakers. It was James Worthy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Cooper, Kurt Rambis, Magic Johnson. They were a blast to watch because they were a team. Now, the Lakers are not a team. They're winning like crazy, but I just, I hate them. Maybe it's just because I hate LeBron. I thought you liked him as a uh, philanthropist. That's the only, it stops right there. Okay. Philanthropist, period. So we're getting to the end of the calendar year, so this is your time to shine with him, charitable deductions. He's done a lot of good this year. I obviously love him. Uh, but think of you, I've watched almost every Lakers game, and I've thought of you having to kind of root for AD out there and how that must be tough for you. It is. I love AD. I hate LeBron. Hopefully, they get a ring for AD. But outside of that... Did you did you catch any of the game on uh, when he had the 50 points? Yes. Dude, he is incredible. He's a machine. So, you, I always look at his game versus LeBron. Like, the two of their games, I think AD is a better player than LeBron from a team standpoint. But also, he can just dominate the game. And he's got the Kobe killer instincts that LeBron does not have. Okay, so I want to hear your thoughts on this. Christian and I were talking last summer. We had a we had a bet. I owed him, and we had um, I owed him. It was a pitcher of uh, Vern Ehlers. At the meanwhile, they didn't do pitchers, so I think we said like you know four drinks in a pitcher whatever. So after like the second one, we started talking about the best duo in NBA history. Okay, so we were thinking about that, and we kind of landed on, it started like if Kawhi came to the Lakers and where LeBron and Kawhi would be, we kind of landed that maybe Kobe and Shaq might be the best one too, 
over like a Jordan and Pippen? Well, if you take the two stacked up, you got the defense like Shaq. Who's going to guard Shaq? Right. Nobody could back in the day. So now, if you take it, I think LeBron and AD. They're probably up there. They could maybe, that might be the first battle for Kobe and Shaq. Because AD, Shaq would have a really hard time guarding AD. I don't know. What about one-two duo? Plug anybody in, in Golden State the last couple of years. Not this year, but... <clears throat> like, who would Curry have guarded? If it was just a two. Like, you know, Curry's defense is kind of weak. And if you could get... You're just focused on him. You can guard him way out, body him up. Like, I don't know. Good point. Like, Steph and Durant were obviously a mention because yeah. Durant's a super hard guy to guard and can maybe block. Yeah. I hate that fucker. Me too. Me too. Um, but yeah, so AD and Harden, how are those two working out for you together? They actually are awesome. What I've learned is they basically play the same nights in most of the season. I would like them to be opposite nights. <laughs> but overall, I mean, when you think about it, two players any given night can give me anywhere from 100 points to 150. Incredible. Any given night. Just those two. That is incredible. I mean, they're both... When I did... So when I looked at the players, you had the, were the only one who had two guys in the 50s on the average. So that's like... When they play, their average is over 100. Yeah. It's... So it can be game changer. I think in the games I've won, you have one of them has a sixty point night, and then the other one has a sixty point night. <laughs> right. Whereas, like last night, I had RJ Barrett who had ten. Like they were so far ahead, he just like hooped out. They benched him. Yeah. True. So I wondered if. <clears throat> Would you trade either of those two? And if so, what would it take? It would have to be a good trade. Um, obviously, there's no reason to trade either of them. I know you're not looking to. So, there's got to be a benefit in it for me. I mean, obviously, trades got to be duly beneficial. Um, but I'm not going to trade them for... LeBron and three injured guys. Right. Which has been a lot of the trades I've seen are <laughs> one of your best players and then three injured guys or two injured guys. I hate the injured guy offer. It's like, oh, yeah, thanks. Right. <clears throat> yeah, Sean or Adam or someone was trying to do that with me this past week. I'm like, why would I give you a good guy just so I could fill my IR spot? Right. I haven't filled my IR spot yet this year. I mean, eight, jinx myself. Knock yeah. on wood. AD will probably be there tomorrow night. I hope for the sake of basketball that none of these, none of the good guys get injured this year. I would agree. Like, I think the playoffs have potential to be some of the more fun. Like, with a healthy LeBron and AD, it, it will be incredible to watch. I think the healthy Clippers team is incredible. Yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be... I hope none of them get hurt. Well, some of the East Coast teams get their shit together. Yeah. I mean, it could be fun East Coast, West Coast again. Yeah. So, with uh, 
you know, I, I love seeing you up in like I think you're in tied for third right now yeah. in the league. And this is, you know, a great spot for you. What can we expect going forward for the remainder of the year? A good question. Hopefully a lot of the same. Hopefully I beat the top teams and sit in first place. Although I was number two in the fantasy football league and got knocked off this week by Green Voodoo. Uh-oh. Fucker. Sounds like an, like an asshat from the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> huh. We're talking about you, Adam, I think. I would assume. Yeah, I'm, yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know, I think that one of my favorite pod segments to date has been you ranking the double IPAs with the league members. That was incredible content. And you're kind of my go-to... When it comes to beers we should be looking out for, either end of 2019, early 2020, what should I have my eye on? Depends on your style. Um, I just waited in line in Chicago for thanks uh, Black Friday, so just after Thanksgiving. Goose Island makes some amazing bourbon barrel-aged stouts. It's kind of a tradition for me. I've sat in line for five or six years now to buy specific beer there um, but basically drive into town stay the night get up real early head back home the next day so if you're a stout lover Bourbon County is way better than KBS okay um, double IPAs Old Nation is doing a great job with their Boss Tweed and uh, M43 uh, I honestly haven't bought a lot of beer out of Michigan for a while I uh, went to a Michigan football game and there's a brewery about a mile from the stadium called Moore I think it's Moore Brewing Company um, no Holmes okay. Holmes makes some really really good stuff great place to visit I don't believe they can outside of special releases so you won't find it there but my go to is still Vermont beer okay. I load my suitcases up when I come back I fly southwest to make sure I get two 50-pound bags. Oh, sweet. <clears throat> so, Bottles or cans, then? I do mostly cans. Okay. We do some bottles once in a while. There's something really good. Okay. But most of them are cans. So, I want to hear your thoughts also on two Michigan breweries. One is, have you been to Stormcloud? Yes. What do you think of Stormcloud? Okay. They're good for northern Michigan. <laughs> Dude, what a great fucking answer. <laughs> great fucking answer. And what about Grey Line? I absolutely love Grey Line. They knock it out of the park. Uh, it's kind of like Preston. You know, you grab a beer, it's consistent. My struggle with a lot of these smaller breweries is their stuff is not consistent. So if I go in to get a double IPA, I get it this week, and it's like, oh, I love it. I come back next week, and it tastes like crap. Okay. That, to me, is a bad brewery. You're not following your recipes, and you're not doing us any good. Grey Line is consistent. Consistently. Yeah. Their dry PA is one of my favorite in the city. Um, cool. Well, thanks for that. Do you have any questions for me? Anything, anything pressing that you need to get off your chest? How do you feel you're going to end the season? So... 
I was really bummed after I lost week one to Adam. Primarily because I spent my last few dollars in the draft for guys that played the opening night. And I drafted Rajon Rondo, who didn't fucking play. And then, week one, I also looked down and I was almost picked up Frank Kaminsky. But he had, like, all this bad stuff said about him. He had two back-to-back games. He scored 35 in each one. And I followed my instincts. I would have won that week. I've been kicking myself ever since. But I've also been on a six-game winning streak. So I feel good. I feel like I need to make a trade. But I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good about my squad. I'm worried about Christian. You know, he got engaged a couple weeks ago. He wasn't really paying attention. He's got a great fucking team that I think he wouldn't have lost in London. I think he was, like, worried about that the week before. Wait, I don't, who did he lose to that when he was in London? I think that was uh, my boy Dewey. I think you're right. Just kicking ass. I mean, he got his ass kicked in London. Nothing he could have fucking done. But uh, I think he had it where... I think he was more focused on that now that it's here and he's back. Plus, we know that Sean's always willing to give Christian his team at some point in the year. Oh, so. yes. Should we tra- change his name to, like, War Trader? Sure. I, yeah, or, like, Christian 2 or... I mean, born, it can't be trade again. Yeah. Right. I mean, Chuck should be born again trade machine. Love it. Yeah. Chuck, um, great job with your kid, but uh, maybe slow down. Maybe have less caffeine or something, dude. You were hyped today. But, uh, yeah, man. Anything else before we go? No. I'm happy to be here and happy to be here. Cheers, Cheers Dewey. So good to see you, man. Likewise. All right, Fantasy Brewers, have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, however you choose to spend them. Remember to send your round-robin content by tomorrow. Love y'all. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's your fantasy b-ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's your fantasy b-ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw.